0: River to Sea has great quality baits all the way from the Topwater series to the new DD crank that Matt Allen and Tim Little designed from Tactical Bassin from the S-Waver 168 and 200 to the swim Swimbait the D-Walker these baits are made to help you put those five fish in your boat by 3 o'clock to help you win each tournament you fish. So go look them up on their website, River2SeaUSA.com, and check them out on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Straight Bassin' Podcast. Um, talking about the fish series. Um, just got done fishing the, the tournament we had for Elite Bass Club on Amnestad. Uh, it was supposed to be a, well, it was a one day or kind of two day or event. Um, second day was supposed to be like a, a jackpot, but unfortunately I wasn't able to fish it, had to go to work. Um, but I did fish the, the Saturday tournament we had, uh, one day, five fish. Um, didn't even think I was going to be able to make it cause my truck was in the shop, but I teamed up with Eddie, another member of our club went down there, um, I haven't been on Amherstead in a while. I think the last time I was on Amherstead, it was the week after Bass Champs was there. Or two weeks after Bass Champs was there, something like that. And uh, I kind of had a good pattern going on. Um, honestly, I was fishing bluff walls. I know that there was grass there. I know a lot of guys were fishing the grass. But when I would go fish the grass, it was kind of cookie cutter fish to where it was like, you know... 11, 12, 13-inch fish, nothing really size. And when you did get size, it took forever. So um, I kind of knew somewhat of what I was going to do. Uh, coming into this tournament, I was so happy to get off a of choke and find just fish different water in a tournament. Um, don't get me wrong, choke's amazing, especially with all the grass right now. But honestly, it's getting pounded with so much pressure now, especially with the whole COVID thing. You got everybody going down there to fish just because they want to get away from the jet skiers this summer. I know all the lakes have been getting pounded with you know party boats and stuff like that. So choke is honestly the only lake that you can go and fish without having jet skis run all over the place and pontoons and wakeboards and all that. Even though that I have seen people in pontoons and you know Malibu's out there wakeboarding and all that shit, but I mean. I wouldn't do it. There's gators in that water, you know? <laughs> um, anyways, uh, we went out to Amnestead. It was a one-day tournament. Um, going into it, I kind of, like I said, I kind of had a game plan set up. Ran down over into Mexico, and we fished in Mexico first thing in the morning. Um, I think we launched about like 5.45, 6 o'clock in the morning, something like that. Um, kind of upsetting. I mean... I, it started raining actually and i left all my rain gear and everything like that i didn't think i was going to need it you know um thankfully it stopped raining though on the way the way out and uh actually another thing too for safety matters just be aware of those buoys at night um they kind of take a long time to turn on i almost hit one um i was on plane coming out of box canyon uh, and got on plane and as soon as i made a right um that light flashed and it was literally i could probably if i was in the passenger seat probably touch it with my hand that's how close so just be careful of those buoys if you're launching at night out of box um i know they blink but it kind of it was kind of a delay in that you know so uh a little sketchy but i ran down into mexico stopped in our first spot that i wanted to hit in the morning and I mean, I was throwing a big swim bait, Hill Country swim baits, the floater, the gill color. Um, you know, I, w- I probably threw that thing 100 to 150 times, wasn't getting a bite, so I switched to a spinner bait um, and started getting around the grass over there. And it just wasn't working out, wasn't getting any fish in the boat. Um, abandoned that spot, went to another spot over in the Mexico side, and I one of the spots that I actually had luck at previous and went down there, probably fished that, that area for a good two, three hours, got a few fish, but they were all smalls. Um, at this point it, w- it was starting to become a grind. You know, it was already what 10 30, 11 o'clock in the morning, no fish. And honestly, since the last tournament that I fished, I wanted to work on myself mentally. Uh, PMA positive mental attitude um I lost so many fish on choke the last tournament and every time I lose a fish I mean I would you know just put my hands on my knees or throw my hands up and not fire back out there you know and that's what I've been working on positive mental attitude when you lose a fish you got to keep grinding you got to throw right back out there um so actually before I left to go run to our other spot um got one on spook and same spook. Honestly, I still haven't retied it from the last choke tournament. Um, same, same bone color spook. And I'm not talking like a little spook. I'm talking super spook, one knocker, like we go on red fishing. Um, that's the big one, you know? Um, but I missed one they it right back out there and another one hit it, you know, and that's what I'm talking about with a positive mental attitude instead of, you know, worrying about that last cast, that last fish you lost on it. Just throw it right back out there. Maybe another ones will pop up and get it. Um, so anyways, at this point, it's, you know, starting to get late in the day. No fish in the boat um, ran back onto the U.S. side and previous when I was fishing, I was looking for bluff walls. They had point transitions on them. So, that's what I was focusing on. I know I can get fish in the drop shot. I know I can get fish, you know, with a fluke or with a spinner bait or an underspin. So, my biggest key was points that went to a bluff wall transition. Um, First spot I ran into, shut down, got two fish on the... On the drop shot, I was throwing. I was throwing a Robo Worm, Aaron's Magic, um, West Coast guy. I love Robo Worms. They tend to last a little bit longer, especially with the new formula that they came out with. But um, it's what I'm used to. So Aaron's Magic is a great color. Um, I also use Morning Dawn. That's a good another good color for clear water too as well. Um, so went to the first point to bluff wall transition and throwing the spook, and when I'm throwing the spook, I'm throwing it fast, I'm, I'm walking it fast, um, trying to imitate those bait fish that were busting, and sure enough, I probably had a 16 inch, 17 inch bass hit it, and as soon as he hit it, I just started cranking him in, I got 65 pound braid on, so I know I can handle it, and uh, started cranking him in, and then out of nowhere, I seen another bass come up and eat it. The smaller bass tumbled out of the water like cartwheeled out of the water, and the back treble caught the the big fish. That big fish was six forty nine. Um, it was unbelievable. Um, it's only the second time I've had a double up like that. The first time was on a a rig, so that kind of really doesn't count. But um, this th- it was ginormous. Um, I I was stoked. I thought I was gonna lose it because it went underneath my boat and just rip and drag and where that where it went underneath my boat, I have an aluminum boat and it's kind of boogered up from running up on the rocks a little bit. So I was just worried about that. But um Eddie, team partner, came in, came in handy with a net and literally it broke my net. That's how big the fish was. Um, I don't know if it was Eddie or if it was the fish, but yeah, my neck got my neck got broken from that. So it was pretty funny, but, um, we did get two in the boat right at the bat, you know? Um, that was a good start for us. So ran down that bluff wall, kept going, got a couple more fish, um, shorts for sure. Went back into a little, little cove where they have those outcroppings. I don't know if you guys been to Amherstead or not on Amherstead, they got, uh, in some of these back of the coves, they have, uh. I don't know what they are. It's kind of like a, like a funneling back into the lake. If that makes any sense. I'll try to post some pictures so you can see what I'm talking about. But uh, had one come out of there, and it was about a maybe like a fifteen or sixteen inch, another fifteen or sixteen inch bass, and I missed them. Um, just kept grinding though. That was the key thing. Um, when I tell you positive mental attitude it doesn't just apply to fishing it applies to everyday life. And since I've been doing it, it's been helping me so much more. Um, anyways, came back on, ran to the next bluff wall to point transition and got another one, got another one of our keepers, uh, still fished a little bit more and, uh, wasn't getting anything. So pulled out of there, went back down and, uh, went to another point that i had previous luck on from when i was down there last and i mean i I really didn't even get to prefish for this last tournament so i was just going off everything that i that i hit before a couple months prior went back down to our next spot and uh i i forgot the name of the creek but it was some some creek over there over in box canyon and uh went to our next spot and Started catching them, you know, it's, it, not great quality, but you know, we can we were starting to upgrade a little bit in our size. Um, at that point, I knew talking to a couple other guys that the flukes were working pretty good. So, Eddie he tied on a Carolina rig with a mag fluke and got one keeper on that for us, and then. I picked up the spinner bait, started chucking that, and nothing on it. Ch- uh, picked up the underspin, kept chucking that, nothing on it. And at that point, I mean, the only thing I was getting bit on is the drop shot and the spook. So, just kept grinding with that. Um, went to a couple more spots and hooked up on some. And at about two o'clock, and I'm, it was kind of hot, you know, it was about. I don't know, probably about 95 degrees out there with a little wind, not that much. I think it was blowing like six or seven miles an hour uh, last Saturday. And about two o'clock is when we caught our, our fifth fish that was a keeper and put him in a live well. So at this point, knowing that we had our kicker in, um, kicker on the boat in the live well, We had to learn our limit. I knew we kind of had to upgrade, so I picked up the Hill Country um, swim bait, the floater. Started chucking that out, and I just see the shadow, and it guarantees at least at least a four and a half to a five pounder right behind it. I twitched it to try to get that 180 motion to have it spin around so it could trigger the bite. And as soon as I did that, it just peered off and ducked away I tried a couple more times to get her, to get her back or him back on and it just wasn't happening um, so I decided okay you know what like I just got to keep chucking and whining and picked up the spook again started throwing that and uh, got our, our sixth keeper that we had and it kind of I foul hooked him I didn't mean to he hit it first, came up, hit it first, and I paused it and then he hit it a second time and when he hit it the second time, i I seen him when he jumped and it got him right in the side. I didn't want to bring it in away in. I released him back in the water. He was still fine. Um I just to me has to be hooked in the mouth. So let him go. But it really wouldn't have helped us anyways probably maybe a quarter pound it would have helped, but that's about it. So uh you know, came back in. Uh, we trailered our way in was at Diablo. So we launched out of box, put the, uh, put the boat back on the trailer at box, ran back over to Diablo to weigh in. Um, talking to the guys, you know. I know Mike Wabara had a really tough time. When I talked to him, he was uh he was kinda worried because I told him I was like I have a, at least a solid six or seven. And then when I got to weigh in talking to some guys you know they said you know it was a grind in the morning and of course it was for me too so i already know what was kind of happening um a few guys only had like three fish or you know four fish so at this point i kind of knew hey with that big kicker we got plus the the squeakers that we had we were probably going to be sitting good i knew it was going to take about 15 pounds to win just judging off the previous tournaments that have been down there especially i've been kind of watching the weights and uh sure enough, you know, we weigh in, we had 1302, uh, plus big bass, uh, Mike actually came in first, he had, I think it was like 1469 or 14 something, but he took first Marcus and, uh, Marcus and Tony, they took third and I think they had like 12 pounds or something like that and a whole bunch of uh, smaller weights after that. I can't remember. But uh, definitely judging, you know, talking to everybody, it was a grind of the morning, and then they kind of had to upgrade. I know a lot of guys are fishing the grass. I've seen a lot of people fishing that grass out there on the Mexican side, and I can't fish in a crowd, and I already knew fishing the grass before when I went there, that it was just all cookie cutter fish, so I kind of knew that I can't focus on the grass. I had to go find other stuff, and coming off a choke like I was ready to do that I didn't want to fish in the grass anymore I'm not a grass fisherman coming from the west coast I mean the only thing we have really for grass is the Delta and I've only fished the Delta like one time so that's not my comfort level at all but uh, decided yeah I wasn't gonna fish the grass really at all even though I did a little bit but it wasn't much coming out of it so we had a good tournament Um, it wasn't too bad i mean i was just trying to stay as positive as possible but uh that's pretty much it for that tournament um coming up guys i mean elite bass club it's pretty pretty big out here in san antonio our next tournament's on medina um it should be a good turnout it's fishing small but right now the way i like about medina the way it's setting up the way the water is dropping it's fishing actually pretty good right now um the smaller I guess, the better fishing it has, honestly. So you're gonna see a little bit bigger weights. Um, and sh- this tournament coming up, it shouldn't be that bad, honestly. Everybody's going back to school a little bit. Everybody's going back to work, so it should be a good turnout. Um, a lot less pressure, probably. And then we have our open tournament on choke. I think that's in November, but uh, you can go on Facebook or Instagram, and check out the schedule at Elite Bass Club. Um, definitely would be happy to see everybody out there, and can't wait to fish with all of y'all. Also, to go check out Hill Country Swim Baits. The stuff that they're making is great. It's a local company, so go support your local companies out there. Uh, go support RPG Outdoors. Go support Outdoor Alpha. Is the only tackle shop that's mom and pop owned. own. They're over on the south side in San Antonio, off 410 and, crap, I forgot the name, um, Rigsby, Rigsby, 410 and Rigsby Avenue over there on the south side. Go check out Sam, he'll get you hooked up with everything. They have a great assortment of San Antonio lures, he's also a Daiwa dealer as well, and he got everything for the salt too, uh, redfish, speckled trout, he'll hook all that up, even sharks, I mean he got it all. So uh, go check him out. Go support your local companies. Um, Stay safe out there, too, with the COVID. And uh, stay tuned for the next one, y'all. Thanks, y'all, for listening.